This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Night of the Demons. Angela is having a party. Jason and Freddy are too scared to come. Nope, wrong! Oh. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. Fucking always wrong. It was definitely not wrong. No, that was definitely wrong. You said it. It was wrong, dog. Oh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm on this episode. I wasn't on the last one. Mm hmm. But this one I'm on. Yeah. Yep. Hotlanta is in the house. Trucker speed. In the house, the house, the house is on fire. That explains a lot. It's really hot. And the fire. That's why it's hot, stupid. And Hotlanta is there. Yep. That's why it's so Coincidence? hot. I think not. Probably because I start lots of small fires. And they become big fires. Yep. Especially when so. they're unattended. Like you ever see one. a big fire? It was probably Hotlanta. <sighs> Never convicted. What? What? What do you want? You oh, just you look God. at me with your blinking. What do you want? He needs guidance. You should tell him what to do. Read the book, Chris. That's what I was needing. Oh, you yep. got it this time. I do. You have didn't it last time I was here. This time. Where the I hell's my ice pick? <laughs> it's in your leg, I believe. Yeah. Oh. Last time I saw it, you had stabbed yourself. Sucks. <laughs> Chris took it away so that you wouldn't hurt yourself again. Yeah. It was danger to you, mostly. It ain't here no more. <laughs> Usually he just gets drunk and forgets, but... Mm. Yeah. Not this time. Nope. Sober me came and hit it on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it. Because Tuesday is Chris's sober day. You haven't started the book. Yeah. Sober morning. You haven't started it. Why not? Uh. Oh. <laughs> well. That really clears it up. Thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> Fucking fuck. So how does the movie start, Chris? Well, we start off with uh From the beginning, John Angeles! John Anthem who? What now? Yeah, Amplis. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, that. I might have threw some extra syllables in because I got excited. <laughs> so, uh, we got guys. Uh, they're in a car. Yes. They're, quote, teenagers. Ooh, I can see it now. <laughs> uh, thank you. They are, quote, teenagers with a, quote, jack-o'-lantern strapped to the top of their car. Looks pretty fun. Yeah. No. Like Chris. Chris looks pretty fun. Uh, the girl in the front seat seems nonplussed at best. Yeah. And she's hanging out with her buddies, Roger and Bo the pig one. Booger. Yeah. Booger. He's an oversized booger. And he had uh, those sick 80 stripes shaved into the side of his head. Oh, yeah. Those he was like great. that one, uh, that one quarterback. 
The Boz? I don't know. Yes, did sure. He, didn't he play for the Bengals? No. Okay, maybe so. it was the Bears. The Bears. I know read I that fucking book. Before, but yes. And uh, Booger hits him with the hilarious Halloween prank of hanging his ass out of the car window. It's funny. Much with to the his, chagrin uh, of an old man. With his jack-o'-lantern underwear. Yeah. I'm sorry to you whippersnappers. Yeah, and then uh, some other random teen hits him with the old fake <clears throat> rat when your head's turned trick. How he didn't see that guy until he was right in front of him, I don't know, but... I feel like I would notice somebody running across the street at me. Yeah. And that causes the old man to drop all of his uh, sundry goods. And then that yes. nice young lady shows up to try to help him pick up his... Let's see, he had some plastic wrap, mm-hmm. a lot of napkins for some reason, some other groceries, more napkins. Yeah. So then that lady... And she's like, hey man, let me help you out. I'm a, I'm a nice young lady. And, and he yells at her, don't touch me, you whore. Yeah. <laughs> Which seems like an overreaction to that situation. And she was like, what? He he generally did overreact to everything. Yep. Well, apparently he was a linebacker for the Seahawks. Ah. See, I'm a Bengals fan, so I don't really know any successful football players. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I've heard of them on other teams, but... Suck. And uh, and uh, the old man I'm counting those. That's three. Okay. <laughs> the old man don't you do cackles it. maniacally because he's got a plan to get back at all of the teenagers by putting razor blades and apples yeah. for Halloween. No, 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 no. He has an apple and a box of razor blades. He's really gonna razor the shit out of that one apple. <laughs> no, he no. Don't you know anything about teenagers in the eighties? One of the most popular things to do was to get like 11 of your friends and all try to eat the same apple with no hands. Yeah. It was called apple bite fighting. We did it all the time. Oh, you were a teenager in the 80s? Yeah. Okay. That Uh, that tracks. Almost technically. If I was simply born two years prior to when I was born, then yeah, I would have been for like the last three months or so. So no is what you're saying. Ah, no, not even a little bit. No, yeah, I was a teenager at the end of June of 91. So yeah. Because I had a birthday between this podcast and last podcast. I'm now older. No kidding. I didn't know. Yeah, that's fine. I didn't. I don't make a big deal of it. It's okay. Ah, well, happy birthday. Well, thank you. You're either late or exceptionally early. Yes, or both. Yeah, depends on which one you're celebrating right now. I'm yeah. both. Happy 38th birthday, Troy. <laughs> you're really late. Yes. <laughs> uh, at least five years late on that one, Chris. Chris so, is an old man that lives in the basement. And it's only sober on Tuesday mornings. For a couple hours. I don't live here. <laughs> I mean... Well, you don't live. I mean, you exist in here. Yeah. What you do, I don't call living, but no. I'm sorry, I stand corrected. 
Chris exists in the basement. Yeah. Yes. He is non-existent everywhere else. Living has hopes and dreams. Yeah, this is where I pass my time <laughs> in the hopes that one day I will shuffle off this mortal coil. What's that retirement plan of yours again? I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's my retirement plan. <laughs> that I'll die one day. <laughs> Chris turns 65, leaves his job, Croak. and then just gets hit by a meteor. <laughs> Done. Yeah. He's had his go. Oh, time to put all these rocks in my pocket and walk into a lake. I made it past 35, so I'm fucking amazed anyway. I can't help but notice I won't shut up and you haven't read the book anymore since I won't stop talking. Hey, happy 35th <laughs> birthday, buddy. And, uh... <laughs> so the girl heads home. Because she's got to get ready for a hot date. With that boy. Yeah. Is this where her brother tells her about her tits? Well, yeah, well, he... Well, she gets home, and her mother's like, oh, that nice boy Sal was here looking for you. And she's like, oh, it wasn't Larry or whoever the fuck the other guy is. And it wasn't mother like, boy? And then the mom's like, no, no, it was, it was the guy you were dating earlier but aren't dating now, apparently. And she's like, whatever, mom, I'm going upstairs. Oh, the phone's ringing. I'll get it. <laughs> because this was well before the time of caller ID. Yeah. It's my boyfriend, Doug, or Slurry, or... Millie. Yes. Generic white dude. Pete. And they were going to go to the the (laughs) dance, but now they're going to go to the Hull house or some shit. Hull house. Yeah. Oh, so point of order here. I asked my wife about this. So she's talking to the guy, the boy on the phone. She takes off her shorts or whatever she's wearing. Takes off her, takes off her underwear and then starts putting petticoats on to go underneath of what's going to turn out to be an Alice in the Wonderland, co- Alice in Wonderland costume. That's what the costume was? Yes. Oh. Um, I just thought she was being a human girl. No. No, she, she... I mean, that is a stretch for her, but instead she went with Alice in Wonderland. Ah. Um, but she never put underwear back on? Yeah, I was going to say that, but yeah. Okay. Was- yeah, I was like... I consulted with my wife, and she said, no, that is not normal human behavior, which I thought was the case. So, <laughs> yeah, I I mean, they didn't have thongs in the 80s. To each their own, I suppose. But They only had really big underwear back then. Yeah. They, uh, they hadn't involved, invented small underwear until the 90s. It went all the way from knee to shoulder. <laughs> it was really just an ace bandage that you wrapped all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> Cover it up! Like some kind of weird mummy? Yeah. Chris is a weird mummy. <laughs> he came out of his bandages. Chris is an unwrapped mummy. <laughs> they pulled out his brain with a big hook through his nose and then yep. stuffed it full of sawdust and onions. And here he is today. <laughs> Congratulations. He can hey. barely even read a book. <laughs> I like to see how good you read a book when your brain cavity is full of sawdust and onions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, but, and then and then she like takes her shirt off and goes to get another shirt out of the closet, and her brother jump scares her, and then comments about how big her boobs are. That's fine. It's just her little brother. It's fine that he commented yeah. about how big her boobs are. 
Yeah, there's nothing creepy about having your sibling comment on the size of your uh, breasts. Hey, sis, your breasts are large. See you later. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've been waiting in this closet all day just oh, so I yeah, jump I out and tell that. you that. <laughs> and he was waiting in the closet for seven hours so he could jump out and tell his sister that she had big boobs and then run off. <laughs> That's fine. She's going to get here eventually. When she does, I'm so going to tell her about her tits. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> it was the creepiest <laughs> little brother ever. Hey, your boobs are big. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, sis. It's your big tits. I'm out. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what? Get back to that book. And as, as he... I'm uh, here laughing. What's wrong with you? Runs away. There's a... Uh, Someone at the door, so he goes to check it out, and he gets uh, jump scared by Sal. Sal, yeah, who uh has a has an accent. Sal looks definitely... like he should always be combing his hair back with a switchblade comb. He definitely sounds like he's from like northern New Jersey, New York area. Yeah, minus two points for ever saying, "Hey, I'm walking here" at any point, but yeah. <laughs> But he has all the other classics in there. Yes. Hey, and he's hey. like, go get your sister. I'm going to take her out. And he's like, dude, moron, you're not going to. Someone else is taking her out. Her breasts are like, too large. She won't go out with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And after he threatens to beat up a child at his <laughs> own doorway. Yeah. But like, the, the child does reveal the fact that they're going to go party at Hull House. Yeah. That sounds like the foulest brothel imaginable. Yeah. I mean, am I right? Yeah, sure. I don't... I mean, it sounds worse than the chicken ranch, that's for sure, certain. Chicken ranch. Mm-hmm. You know, Dolly Parton's thing about it. Yeah. What? Worst porno ever. What? No, best little whorehouse in Texas. Yeah, worst porno ever. Oh, okay. So, uh, Sal now is off to wait at the Hull House to be a jerk ass. Because that's what he does. He's got to comb his hair back. Yeah, with his, with his comb switchblade. And then we uh, cut over to the local convenience store. Mm. Where uh, Leanna Quigley Linnea, is busting out some you mean, distractions. I think you mean Linnea Quigliv. Quigliv. Yes. Miss Quigliv. Yes, is, because for our listeners, the opening credits, the the font they use makes all the Ys look like Vs. I yeah. told them to use Comic Sans. <laughs> yes, the superior font Comic Sans. Yeah. Best font. It's easiest on my eyes. I mean, they hadn't invented Helvetica yet, so... You gotta get the size up to, like, 36, but it's pretty easy to read. I like it. Oh, oh yeah. Which brings me to a, c- a complete digression. One letter but per page. Fear Street 1994 on Netflix. Um, a kid is having an aim chat with someone, and the font is Calibri, which I'm pretty sure... Does not show up until the 2000s. Yeah, that seems right. Because back back in 1994, like it was Times New Roman or nothing, I believe was uh, the way 
word processors worked. Yeah. I almost watched that Fear Street yesterday. I mean, I don't think we're going to do it for the podcast anytime soon. So I will say it is like, I mean, it's got a 90s soundtrack. Like, it's pretty baller soundtrack. It covers a fair amount of genres. There's some white zombie in there, some nine inch nails. Tight. Yeah. Um, No ACDC. No ACDC, actually. Thank God. I'm in that. Classic 90s band, ACDC. They had songs in the 90s. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Mm. Chris, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's okay. I I enjoyed it. It's not like gonna blow your hair back or anything, but it was entertaining. There's gonna be like two more movies coming out, like in the next two weeks for it. Beat. Yeah, I may have to check that out. Anyway, get back to your work. I'm sitting over there. Yeah, Linnea Quigliff's uh, in a ballerina costume. Quigliff. Yeah. And she's distracting the shopkeepers by bending over. And wiggling her butt. Yeah. So her friend can fill her sack full of goods. No, no, no. It's not a sack, Chris. It is a pillowcase. Yeah. The Black Veil Bride. Yeah. That's a band none of you have heard of. That is correct. Mm -hmm. I have not heard of them. Also true. Somebody that listens to the podcast is going to know what Black Veil Brides is. There's a decent chance Christian has heard of them. I don't think they're very good, but somebody will know what they are. And, uh, Matt, you know... If they, they're not very good, Matt probably likes them. Shots fired. Nah, Matt likes cool stuff. <laughs> Matt doesn't like a lot of good stuff, though. <laughs> Which is fine. You like what you like. Ah! Oh, I'm sorry. You moved. I'm sorry. It scared me. (laughs) Yeah, mummies aren't supposed to move, Chris. (laughs) You need to pack your sawdust and onions back in, dog. You're tripping. (laughs) This is the 4th of July. It's the one day a year us mummies are allowed to be animate. Kablammo! (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, nice tie-in to the movie, Chris. (laughs) Well done. Thank you. I don't get it. it will, I'll bring it. <laughs> anyway. And then uh, cut back to the boss and Roger and poor. Oh, no. They also have to pick up um, like a, a random white dude and his girlfriend. Yeah. The generic white guy and other with Asian girlfriend. Generic white I mean, like, guy. Like, literally, that is basically the only trait they assign to her is that she is Asian. Yeah. And well, not, I mean, like, you know, not, like, in a, like, a terrible way. Like, they make her, like, speak with a horrible accent or dress her up like a geisha or anything. But they literally give her no, no other thing. So you just have to be like, oh, she's the Asian girl because there's no other way to describe her because there's no other descriptor given to her. Yeah. She had really big hair. She did have decently sized hair. So they get picked up by a other generic white guy and Alice. Yes. And they all head to the Hull house. Well, they're heading to the Hull house, but then... The boss, Roger, and the poor woman with them um, 
like blow out a tire or something. Yeah. And what was the, the argument that took that place? What was the argument that you and I were making fun of? They didn't plan on this or something. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't they didn't plan on having a flat tire. He has a spare tire, not a jack or fucking yeah. tire iron or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, he's like teeth. I said I had a spare tire. I didn't say I had a tire iron. He or said a spare, so a spare what? Rib. Ah. That's the one. I'd love to go to Hull House with you, but how are you set for extra tires? Yes. Not very well. I have plenty of extra tires. I just have no way to put them on my car. Surely, if you affix enough cars to the tire, I'll say the words wrong Mm -hmm. and look like an idiot. Right? Yeah. Get on, get on that, Chris. We want to make Brett look like an idiot. Yeah, or, I sorry, need help. Hot Lanta look like an idiot. I apologize. Brett, who is this Brett? I don't know. Well, here's the trick to doing it. Don't wait. mess up my professional image. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the key is I'm, waiting. I'm very yeah. respected by my peers. I have a flow yes. chart. You're a flow chart. Does Brett look dumb? <laughs> as hot, hot, Lanta, as hot Lanta made a fool of himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good. End state. Yeah. No. Wait. Back yeah. to has has Hot Lanta made an idiot of himself? Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's the entire flowchart. Who is this Brit? I said Hot Lanta. I know you did, but Chris did not. Oh no. Yeah, he dead podcast named you. I didn't mean to use your government. Yep. Now I'm going to hear about it. Yeah, I'm sure you will. From the government. Yep. Because <laughs> the government monitors our podcast. They really do. They don't like us. It's a punishment when you do especially bad. Fuck the police. Oh, did I tell you that uh, Felicia Day stole our podcast uh, setup? No. Like, she took Chris? No, they're, they're doing like her and Tom Lank, who if people don't know who that is. He was Andrew on Buffy and some people probably still don't know who that is and that's fine. But her and Tom Lank are do- doing a podcast uh, called Undressing the Witcher. And basically they describe the what happens in the show while making jokes about the things and the people and their wigs and... I was like, this sounds really familiar. Oh, wait, that's us. I can't believe it. We did it first, Felicia. Devils. We'll settle out of court. Yeah, for a nominal amount of money. Yeah. $100 billion. Yes. That's that's very nominal. (laughs) But no, I was just like, huh. So maybe this actually isn't a a bad... um, format interesting <laughs> how do we do it so poorly then chris is a bad format i am yeah i degrade in the sun <laughs> or format chris colon slash s s for sucks s for sawdust <laughs> sawdust <laughs> and onions that's all he knows definitely that's... not system sucks no one wants to be able to boot there chris that's true. I want to boot Chris. <laughs> That's what I'm a boot. 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, flat tire, um, generic white dude, Alice, other generic white dude, and Asian girlfriend uh, drive up. And they're like, oh, man, you have a flat tire. That sucks. And drive off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they gave him a hand. Yes, they did. That's perfect. Shut up. <laughs> so uh, they show up to the whole house before everyone else to get the expository dialogue out of the way. Yeah. And the generic white dude, other generic white dude, not the generic white dude who's da- trying to date Alice, has a stethoscope because he's dressed up like a doctorb. The B stands for bargain. Yep. And he um, <clears throat> puts the stethoscope to the ground to listen to the river that runs around the house. You got to check the river's pulse. Yep. Yeah, it was to and keep the a- evil out. Yeah, the river keep the river keeps the evil out, or in I guess depending on how you look at it. Yeah, it depends which side of the river you're on. It's like the Mississippi, the mighty Mississippi. And uh, so they head on in, and uh, generic white dude one wants to play a hilarious joke by hiding in a coffin to spook everybody real good when they come in. A spaghetti. Thought it was like my boss's kid or something. <laughs> <laughs> TV shows. But when he goes to open the coffin to get in, old Saul's already in there. And he, he's like, uh, boogity, boogity, boo! Boogity, boogity, boo. Yeah, which causes generic white guy too to drop his uh, regular Coors was it Coors Banquet or just regular Coors? I think it was Banquet. Okay. But, you know, respect. Yeah, I mean, that's the drink of choice of uh, Johnny Lawrence on Cobra Kai. I like a Banquet every now and again. When I really want to spend the high dollars on my beer. Yeah. You don't spend your high dollars on a high life? Uh, no. I'd high rather, life is rough. I'd rather just throw that directly into the street. The high life or the money? Both. Ah. <laughs> he just wraps it, or he tapes it to the bottle and just chucks it. No! Yeah. He calls it a, a Lebanon cocktail. Or He's Lebanon cocktail. Lebanon. Yeah, you have to pronounce it incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, okay, do. I'm from Iowa where we have <clears throat> towns spelled Madrid, Peru, and Nevada. They are pronounced Madrid. Peru and Nevada. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that on the actual like Wikipedia page for Lebanon, Ohio, it says that locals refer to it as Lebanon. Yes. So it's a Lebanon cocktail. Yeah. Lebanon. Lebanon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the other two girls show up. Lebanon, Lebanon, Ohio. I bet you didn't know we were on the fucking map, huh? That's our slogan. Clemson, Ohio. You probably didn't get here on purpose. (laughs) You've got lost going to Cincinnati or Dayton. (laughs) Or really lost if you're going to Cleveland. Lost and you have a long way to go. Yeah. No sleep till Cleveland. That's your theme song. 
That's that classic <laughs> Beastie Men song. <laughs> I do enjoy the Beasting Men. <laughs> the Beasting, the beasting men. men. Yes. <laughs> beasting Men. Uh, that was me twice today. None for me. Yeah. As long as I don't die, I don't really feel any effects from bee stings. Uh, well, I guess we could all say that. Well, no, I did, like, you know, have, like, a, a, an issue where I almost blacked out after a bee sting. So <laughs> that's something that can happen to me, apparently. But if I don't do that, I don't really feel anything else from it. It's just a lot of toxins. That is true. Hot Lanta said a true thing. Weird. <clears throat> so the it two is. ladies show up, uh, Linnea Quigliv and uh, Mia Sarah. Yep. Michael Sarah. And they start setting up the party. The other three fools show up after walking from their flat tire. Yep. So everybody's there. The party is in full swing. Woohoo! And um, uh, Alice tries to light some candles with a lighter that won't light. Yeah. And then uh, female Robert Smith comes up and uh, shows her how to light some fucking candles. Yeah. And tells her not to leave it there, lest the ghosts steal it. Yes. Because you don't want to disrespect the ghosts. And uh, I ain't scared of no ghost. They find the most exciting thing for a room full of teenagers, I suppose. A great yes. big mirror. Oh, no, no, no. First, it's the great big strobe light. Yeah. Because, you know, if you have epilepsy, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, they were going to take it up to this abandoned building where they plugged it into the light that somehow, the electrical grid that I'm sure was still on. Yeah, well, apparently it was on. And so they all dance to strobe lights, and... He's going to smell like hot dogs. I swear there was some weird effect that they did on some of the strobes to put, like, weird auras around people. But goddammit, could I not see it if I tried to, like, rewind and play and pause and play and pause and play and pause and try to see it? We watched a, like, 120p version of this on YouTube. It didn't like oh, you the strobe lights. didn't even do like Tubi or anything? Nah, bro, we had pixels the size of my fist. Like it was... Uh, it was I, fine, except for when the strobe light kicked on. Yeah, when the oh, strobe see, light I, kicked on, it was just I, a blurry mess. I, I, it was me I, before I put my glasses on. Nothing to I, anyone. I splurged, was very bougie, and rented it from Amazon <clears throat> video. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. And so I thought they were doing some kind of weird, like, aura things around people with, like, the strobe light making, like, black shapes around them. But no, I think I was just seeing things. Fair. We watched a Polaroid of a VHS of this. <laughs> and then just flipped through it really quickly. Yep. It was a big stack, <laughs> it was a big stack of Polaroids. Me and Chris uses kept, the flip we just took turns flipping through them. <laughs> we got most of it. And uh, what Lenny Quigliv uh, dances seductively? Sure. <laughs> I thought she was going to try to fart in the fire. 
No, uh, that's a legit concern. <laughs> you guys want to see something cool? <laughs> <laughs> no, now that I picture that scene, that's totally what, all I can think of now. But yeah, so basically, like, uh, female Robert Smith and Linnea Quigliv are just trying to steal all the boys from the girls. Yeah. And then the power goes out. And everyone's like, oh, like, well, they're like, what should we do? And like, oh, we should have a seance. I mean, it's like, yeah, but, you know, seance doesn't sound like a good idea. Like, well, what if we do, like, what do they call it? Like a mirror, a mirror something? Yeah. And that's where they find the mirror. Yeah, they do some mirror thing. They farted into it. Where you're supposed to like look at yourself in the mirror, stare at yourself in the mirror long enough, and you'll be able to see like what you looked like in a past life. Yeah, it turns out Linnea Quigliv looks like some kind of lobster monster. Yeah, like no, she looks like something from like the Carnival of Monsters in Doctor Who. A lobster with whiskers. Yeah. Fin Fang Foom. And then uh, the mirror gets all smashed up on account of the panic. Yeah. They think they hear somebody knocking. Were they a rockin'? Uh, no. Were they near Heaven's Door? Uh, I'm not sure where the whole house is located, so possibly? Were they knocking boots? Uh, but no. Speaking, speaking of knocking boots, Chris, someone upstairs in your house is like stomping around. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I'm just like, huh, okay. You got to walk real hard to make sure it works. Yeah. It's Toby. <laughs> it is Toby. So it's I don't know, listeners, if you can hear that, place. enjoy. If not, then you can just be confused. It's Toby's okay. going for a hard walk around the house. <laughs> he has to take really hard steps. He's got to stomp it out. He's got to tell you, asserts his dominance over the other animals he, in the house. He stomps it out, then he digs deeper, then he does it again. Or just to do it again. What? That's a, it's a Lincoln Park reference. Oh. That explains why I don't get it. <laughs> I know they made that Transformer song. Oh, no, that song is hot garbage. Uh, there's that song where they yell at you to shut up for a while. That was not so bad. You have to shut up while they're while you're listening to them. That's what they say. He's about to I mean, break. It makes sense. Yep. Classic. You're a classic. Thank you. Sometimes you have to bleed it out, Brett. I like the song Faint. That's Faint's about good. the only one that I like. Uh, I, if you haven't heard Bleed It Out, give it a shot. You may not like it, but I like that. That's one of my favorite ones of theirs. I know Bleed It Out. Okay. I know Bleed It Out. You, sir, or no Bleed It Out. <laughs> I like Faint. <laughs> so, anyway. As all this is happening, there's some sort of uh, disturbance in the basement where we yes. get like Evil Dead style POV camera work 
but it's not it's not good Raimi cam though. No, but it's definitely where they stole that idea from. Yes, and it comes uh, zooming out of the basement, turns into some sort of powder, and goes inside of Leanna Quiglib's mouth. Yes, and everybody says it's all cold and stinks. I mean, but it's the eighties, so shouldn't the, the the powder go into her nose? Yeah. Cocaine. Good point. Thank you, Eric Clapton. (laughs) I love the cocaine. I love the cocaine. Cool. Buck Cherry. (laughs) So anyway. Buck Cherry wrote a song about Chris. Crazy bitch. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Good one. No. <laughs> so uh Roger is like, hey, um, I've had enough of all this nonsense. I'm getting the hell out of here. And him and the one girl who has no discernible traits or features. Yeah, the girl who looked very nonplussed riding in the front of the car with the boss. Yeah. She's like, Yeah, also, fuck this, I'm out. They get the keys to somebody's car and they go to leave. Yep. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, um, Linnea Quigliv grabs uh, Roberta Smith's face and plants one on her. And all the girls, all the guys are like, ooh. Ooh. Meanwhile, the demon thing inside Lenny Quiglib is like, oh, let me infect you too, lady. Yeah. So now we got two demon infected people. Yes. I guess possessed is the appropriate term. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just, that's so, so bland. True. And, uh, Team uh, generic white guy wants to take their respective lady friends and go find some privacy for, you know, doing it. Coitus. Yeah. They're going to go play hide the salami. They're going to do it and do it and do it well. Mm Mm-hmm. The baloney pony. So they, uh, they break off and generic white guy one and sister from earlier they start Alice. making out, and uh, generic white guy one wants to go all the way, but Alice is not that kind of girl. She's like, nah, fam. And he's like, what do you mean? Everybody in the school knows that you like went out with Sal once and like did it. And she's like, oh, is that what people say? Yeah. She doesn't deny it. She neither confirms nor denies. Yeah, she's just like, oh, no. Not with you, anyway. At yeah. the very least. Yeah, you're no Sal. I, I've met Sal. You, you have sir. a switchblade comb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never once threatened to punch my brother in our doorway. <laughs> he didn't even hurt my kid brother. And he deserves it. On account of how often he hides in my closet and yells at my tits. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even talk to me. He just yells at him. <laughs> so, um... He storms off on account of he's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of, that's like the only reason I brought you here, basically, was so that I could have sex with you. And she's like, well, you done fucked up. 
And he's like, well, you know what? Fuck you. I'm out. Yeah. And then she gets Fuck stuck you. inside Fuck of the room. Fuck you. He like You're locks cool. her in there. Or else the house locks her in there. I'm not sure which. Yeah. Irregardless, she's locked in the room. Thank you. And then we're uh, we're back outside with Roger and Nonplus, but they can't find the the exit, the gate, on account of I guess the house hit it. Yeah, like there's a wall all the way around the house now with no openings in it. Yeah, and Nonplus is determined that they've all died and they're in hell now. Yep, which you know, reasonable assumption. And then just vanishes. Yeah, she's like, it's like, yeah, because Roger wanders off a little bit further, then comes back, and she's gone. Yeah, and Roger's like, well, <sighs> fuck this. I'm going to go hide in a car. Which I'm like, fair enough, Roger. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, voice of reason, Roger. Yeah. Roger, he knows the score. Yeah. Two to six. Uh, now we're back with... Uh, Boz downstairs. Yep. yep. The Boz and Sal. Yeah. And, uh, Boz follows Linnea Quigliv upstairs. Yeah. Well, they're both trying to, like, get with her, but she's like, I'm going to go upstairs. I have to go to the bathroom, Boz. Would you like to escort me? And he's like, I'm a horny teenager. Yes, I would. (laughs) Yep. Despite that I look like I'm in my 30s, I'm a horny teenager. I ain't 35. And uh, 17, I tells you. He follows her up, hears her scream from the bathroom he's outside of, goes in, but nobody's there. And the mirror's broken. Yeah. Because she saw, like, a demon face in the mirror and punched it. Yeah. And then back downstairs, Saul is hanging out with uh, the other one. Roberta Smith. Yeah. And she does a provocative strobe light dance. All I could think of was Legend. Okay. When, uh, with Mia Sarah, like, when she sees, like, the black, like, the lady, black clad, black hooded lady dancing in front of the fire place and then goes and dance with her and becomes her. But like, that's all I could think of was legend when I saw that whole dance. Yeah. It's, I really like the part where the strobe lights screwed up the YouTube video. Huh. <laughs> well, also there's some weird jump. Like she does some weird, like, like she's doing it, some dance moves and all of a sudden she's just like, it skips and she's like in a different part of the room like, it starts out pretty normal and then just gets weirder and weirder as the dance goes on. And she's, like, teleporting around the room by the end of it. Yeah. And, uh, Boz comes back down and he's like, yeah, strobe lights and dancing. That's what I like. I'm a teenager. And old Sal's oh. like, hey, uh, she's not acting quite right. I don't know. I think I wouldn't, you know, get near her. And Boz is like, I'm going to kiss her. Yeah. And he gets uh, his tongue chewed out for his trouble. As he should. Because he's a piece of crap. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, upstairs again, generic white guy one has stumbled upon Leanna Quiglibs, who is uh, 
taken to rubbing lipstick all over her face and chest and then putting the lipstick in her nipple. Yeah. Well, that's where you store it. Yeah. I mean, it's handy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you did. I mean, I'm surprised people didn't know back in the 80s that women just stored their cosmetics in their breasts using the nipples as the uh, openings. You've always seen women use their bras for storage. I suppose I never really fully understood where the stuff went. Yeah, no, it goes right in under, like, in the bottom part of the areola. It just just tucks, it just goes right through there. in the nipple. Yeah, all women yeah. have a pocket dimension underneath their areola. Everybody knows yeah. that. Uh, it's just yes. basic yeah. biology, guys. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you guys didn't learn that, like, in fifth grade when they showed you the video? Fourth grade. They started us early. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was Ohio. Yeah. I saw a different video in the Cub Scouts, but I don't think I was supposed to see that one. <laughs> Yikes! Jesus Christ. Chris is no boy that makes me laugh. I feel so bad. <laughs> Chris's sense of humor is his sense of humor. Oh, bl- here I'm, come the cops. <laughs> the comedy police. They heard. They they need you to make a statement, Chris. I don't know if they heard what I just said. They I don't know if they'd want me to make making another statements. statement. We, we heard yeah. your previous statement. Please stop Please making any more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, but he's like, but she seems to be, uh, well, she seems to be DTF. So he's like, finally, a woman I can stick my penis into. Yeah. But it doesn't go as well as he had hoped. No. It kind of gets the case of the uh, thumbs into eye holes. Yeah. And then uh back downstairs Saul who's like uh he had wandered off but now he's back. I don't know what happened. Well, I he was, was kind of like mm, lady just bit some guy's tongue out and then had a demon face. Maybe I should not stay here. Yeah, but then he comes back just in time for her to hit him with the the fire hands. Well, you know, well, maybe he thought, like, he wanted to give them some privacy if they were going to go to Pound Town. And he figured, like, uh, the boss wasn't going to last too long, so he just wandered back in. Yeah. And, uh, and he takes off. Yeah, because she put her hands in the fire and is like, I have fire hands! Yeah, she's just warming her hands. Yep. Her words, not mine. And, uh, they're they're better than jazz hands. It's true. And at some point, the boss who is now monstered out kills a uh, generic white guy too. Yeah. Well, no, generic white guy too. An Asian girl decide to do it in a coffin. Yeah. And. Is that when the then the boss shows up and like rips one of their arms off and like oh snaps her like gently very gently twists her head and causes her neck to snap yeah and then uh, and then he rips the other guy's arm off like generic white guy two's arm off yeah and uh outside Roger has now had the missing girl's corpse thrown onto the car. Yeah, like dropped from above onto the top of his car, and somehow for some reason that freaks him out. That's weird. I don't know why. Yeah. Who hasn't been there? 
So he heads back in. Saul catches up uh, with him. A listener's hot lanta raised his hand. Just <laughs> I have so not you know. been there. Oh, sorry. Chris, try harder. Yeah. Nah. No. He ain't gonna. Probably not. Never, never does. So, uh, Roger heads back in, meets up with Saul. Saul's like, hey, uh, everything is going real bad in this place. We need. Hey, Roger's to- like, gee, you think? Yeah. They uh, run away from Roberta Smith, who is now kind of stalking them around. Yeah. They meet up with Alice. And uh, they start running. They happen upon uh, Leanna Quigliv, who proposes an orgy. They do not take her up on it. And she makes a joke about a blind date. Yeah. Because, you know, she suck her thumbs in that guy's eye sockets. And they uh, they head to the roof to try to get away in that classic gambit. Yeah, because you always go up. Whenever you're in danger in a house, you always go up. Yeah. And uh, weird, it doesn't go great. No. Um, Sal falls onto a spike of some kind. Yeah, gets impaled. Yep. And then... Alice falls onto Roger and he breaks her fall. Yeah. And then they take off. Make their way to the basement because if all the way up doesn't work, all the way down is probably the right move. One hundo P. Uh, Roger says, check out the sick prayer my dad taught me. Yeah. Like my dad taught me how to pray, pray real good. And you're like, okay. I mean, like, I guess, I guess there's different performance levels of prayer yeah is it your guard variety dinner time prayer oh no no this is a legit prayer yeah this is what his dad taught him especially in case he was ever in the basement of a murder house yeah a possessed house and uh they realize that they're in the the crematorium area well, yeah, because she's like, oh, look, there's this metal door here. Let's let's open our hatch. There's a hatch. Let's open it up and see if we can get out of the house. And then she crawls in and finds burnt up bones. A big old piece of skull. It was a whole skull, which, like, I don't know, makes it a pretty shitty crematorium, I think. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the point is to burn them all the way down. Yeah, if you're leaving whole skulls in there, you need to really get somebody to look at that thing. Yeah, more fire. And uh, everybody starts banging on the doors what to, you know, eat them or whatever the hell they're doing. Yeah, I mean, because they're all possessed demon zombie people. Yeah, zombies now. And they uh, hit them with the old impromptu flamethrower by ripping a gas line out. Yep, and then using that shitty lighter that doesn't light but finally lights. Yeah, the Just light, in time. a lighter of dramatic irony. Yep. A dramatic, yeah, it, it runs on dramatic timing. Good thing. Yeah. Also, just because I'm me, how did that fucking pipe get that much longer? That's not how anything works. 
<laughs> also, it was a nice orange flame. It doesn't gas burn with like a nice blue flame. Yeah, that was but I guess it's the air mixture might have the air the air mixture might have made it orange. As, I don't know. It was probably propane, not natural gas. Mm. Oh, so it's the hill the Hank Hill House. Yeah, the Hank Hull okay. Hill House. Yeah. <laughs> so they, uh, she burns them, which well, does, two of them, and they do some decent fire runs like they're a good like yeah one of them's a good like 15 seconds which i was pretty impressed with yeah i'm always a big fan of when they legit set people on fire yeah and then you know like of course and of course they have to hold their breath or else they inhale fire and so like anytime anyone holds their breath for more than 15 seconds while they're on fire i will be impressed because i don't think i would do that (laughs) yeah i think my brain would just panic and i would inhale super hot fucking gas and probably do irreversible damage to my respiratory system if you lived yeah i mean it's not like chris you would ever like i don't know like just take a piece of a piece of uh plant material light it on fire and then inhale the smoke to do irreversible damage to your lungs i'd never do that (laughs) and you sir i'm appalled that you would say that (laughs) you're both insulted and insulted. Yeah. So they uh, they burn up a couple of them, take off, decide they're going to try to scale the wall to get out. Because if they can get on the other side of the secret underground stream, they'll be safe. It, yes, because, yeah, because the stream keeps the evil on the inside. But also, they they, they remember back when they said that uh, somebody said that the demons were only allowed to stay on this plane free, free reign on this plane for the, for tonight. So once the night ends, they're safe. They just have to survive until dawn. Yeah. Or midnight, so I not, guess. Well, no dawn. So you have to not be dead by dawn. Yeah. Well, dead by dawn. No, d- not, no, be not dead. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was talking about the deicide song. Oh, I was thinking more um, Evil Dead 2. Yeah, as was I. Dead by Dawn, deicide, look it up. So they're uh, scaling the wall thanks to some handy barbed wire. Yeah, and not a lot of this movie really got under my skin, but watching them try to haul themselves up by grabbing barbed wire... With their hands, mm, that kind of gave me the the heebie-jeebies. Understandably, and they uh, Roger gets up first and is trying to help Alice up as the demons show up. He falls off the top of the wall. Yeah, the the opposite side of the wall. Yeah, the good side. Yeah, the good side. Things aren't looking good for Alice because now everybody's got her. Yeah, because everybody who dies in the inside the inside of the walls becomes a possessed demon zombie thing. Yeah, and just in a nick of time, Rogers manages to scale the wall again somehow. And I'm assuming it's his athletic ability, and uh, brings her to safety just in time as all of the demons turn into smoke. 
Because the sun done come up. And then the big bone demon shows up and goes, rawr, and then disappears. Will you say bone demon? That weird I fucking it's... catfish looking thing? It looks like more like a like a like an Asian dragon with like the whiskers. I think it was supposed to be a bone demon. I thought it was a catfish skull. Mm. You're just just objectively wrong. No. And uh so Roger and Alice, they make it out. They're heading home. Not looking great. Nope. They walk past that shitty old man from earlier. And he's all, like, shaking his fist at him, talking about how they were out so late. You rash of fracking, kids. Probably getting all the sex done. Probably having sex drugs. I can't believe they're out there enjoying their lives. Why can't they be bitter like me? And he, uh, he heads back in to enjoy a fine morning of insulting his wife and being unpleasant. Yep. And she serves him some nice apple cobbler? Pie. Yeah. Apple pie? Yeah, made with the leftover trick-or-treat apples. Because, of course, they had out- apples left over. It's fucking apples. Who the hell does that? Yeah. And he finds out about that after he's eaten. And he's like, oh, no. And has, like... Oh, no. And then has razor blades cut the inside of his, his jugglers, jugglers from the inside? Yeah. And, I mean, man... The man must have been eating like a goddamn duck because he managed to get like four complete razor blades into his <laughs> neck hole before he, he even realized it. Homer eats more yeah. like a duck. Pigs tend to chew. <laughs> and then he dies and she's like, yes, honey. Happy Halloween. Fuck you. Yeah. And that's that. It is that indeed is the end of the movie. That was the end of the movie film. So hot, Lanta. Yeah. What are your feelings on this cinematic work? Masterpiece. Cinematic masterpiece. Smash piece. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was a, a fun little 80s romp. You had poor man, evil dead camera work. You have that lady, what was in 17,000 movies in the 80s? Linnea Quigley. Quiglev. Yes, in this movie, Quiglev. Chopping Mall, I think, was the first one that I saw her in. And she says a line in Chopping Mall that ended up being a sample in a Static X song. Real Story. Uh, The song is named Real Story, or that's a real story? The song is called I'm With Stupid. Oh, okay. So it's your theme song. Ha! He said you're stupid. Look at that. What do you know? Well, it's not just me. It would be anybody who is in your presence, I imagine, but... Mostly you. Um, Also him, if you really think about it. Nah, he's all the way in, like... Virginia. Arkansas or something, so he's, yeah. Virginia. Not in Arkansas. Virginia saw. Yeah, those are the same place, right? Arkginia. But it was fun. Our, I, re- I like the uh, when they when they were playing their not bloody Mary mirror game and the mirror broke. That scene it was like it wasn't long, like ten seconds long, where you could see all the people from the movie in the little individual shards of the mirror. That yeah, was pretty, pretty cool. neat. That was a fun shot. Uh, 
Yeah, I would watch it. If you're into like 80s horror movies and stuff, yeah. If you're not into 80s horror movies and stuff, probably not. But it was... It's pretty good for an 80s horror movie. I dug it. It's lit, fam. Oh, heavens. What do you think? Guy that looks upset you're on the couch? Oh. Probably because I'm here. Yeah, mostly. It's fine. I would consider this like entry-level horror. It's not... There's some blood and there's some pretty good effects work. Like the the hands on fire bit was pretty good because I'm pretty sure that was just that girl with something on her hands that was on fire. I mean, it's pretty good for the budget they were working with. Nothing's too super over the top. Uh, it's not particularly scary or gory, but it's got some pretty okay atmosphere. Like it's. I mean, it's a, it's a work-a-day horror movie. It's like, yeah, we'll, we're not going to waste time. We're going to set it up real quick. We're going to get him in the house. It's going to be creepy. They're going to run around. People are going to die. Uh, people will get out. And everybody gets theirs in the end. I do have to say, I was very happy that Roger made it all the way through. Because usually, the black guy gets it. At the very beginning. It's true. Yeah. So it's always nice when that doesn't happen. I forgot to bring up Roger. Happen. I'm so sorry. Roger was fantastic. Yeah, and he was the only person who was behaving at least nominally rationally the entire time. When everybody's like, it smells like death in this house. And he's like, yeah, so let's leave. What the fuck are we doing, guys? All the guys were like, we might be able to have sex. Yeah, but not Roger. Roger was like, you know, I can and do Roger's that later. Like, I don't want to get eaten by hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, there's nothing bad about it. There's nothing really to write home about. It's a pretty, just, average horror movie. I mean, it's solid. You could do a lot worse. If you're having, like, a horror movie night, and you're not real sure what to put in, like, the second slot when everybody's going to get something to eat, and, you know, maybe you got to go on a beer run. Somebody's going to go fuck in your house. You yeah. Go masturbate at the gas station. It's, it would be or good. Have, or pay Chris to do it for you. Mm. Hold on a second. Okay. No, I don't I don't think either way that's not going to work out for me. I'll just take care okay. of it myself. Okay. That's fair. I mean, we've I established really, I don't know a lot of what this I'm paying him to do, like podcast. if I'm paying him to fucking coach me or if he's going to take care of me. I'm just, I'm there for moral support want... more than anything. <laughs> Either way, I will save my money and enjoy my time. Thank you. Good form, buddy. <laughs> Moreover, by. Slower, slower, faster, faster, slower, slower, faster, 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 slower. Yeah. Great. Not everybody the... wants the service, but it doesn't mean people don't want it. That's the most uncomfortable thing I've ever. <laughs> we're doing <laughs> but yeah you could do worse I, I it's fine nothing wrong with watching it what do you say Troy uh yeah this is like this is like the like this is like a perfect example of a five out of ten like it is exceedingly average but yeah I agree it's probably not too bad for like entry-level horror for people 
it's got a little bit of gore, some scary faces, fair number of jump scares. It's got a story to it. You know, like, and it's like, again, it's also interesting that the black guy lives because again, that doesn't happen enough in movies. Um, so yeah, I guess it's, it's, there's not a whole lot to say about it because there's not a whole lot there, but it's, it's not bad. It's not a bad movie. It's not a good movie. It's, it's a movie. It's fine. Everything's fine. Watch it if you want to. It's okay. I won't judge you. Everything's going to be okay. So what are we watching next week, Chris? We are watching Thirst. Sure. Who I, suggested it? Uh, your sister-in-law. Okay. My sister-in-law. Good. I didn't look anything up ahead of time like I normally do, so I have no clue. I'm looking at it right now. Woohoo! I don't know what it's about. I'm going to guess vampires. Probably. That or, like, dying of dehydration on a desert island when you're shipwrecked. Dehydration? It's six hours of a guy going, oh, man, it's fucking hot. I'm thirsty. Yeah. That or it's a bunch of horny teenagers who are just thirsty. No, I don't think that's right. I hope not. Not the kind of movie I, I, I want to watch. That Brett. sounds pretty horrific to me. I'm going to get your nips, dog. Oh. What if other people want to recommend movies with one word titles? I thought you were going to say, what if other people want to get my nips? Uh, no. <laughs> you can find us on the Facebooks because we're a Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us directly at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can find out a whole motherfucking slew of information at slaughterhouseprincess.com. Like our presence that we've peppered all over the internet, like Reddit and Twitter and Stitcher, if anybody fucks with that. Apple Music Tunes Google YouTube iHeartRadio You can bark at your Alexis Spotify Discord store and Patreon Slaughterhouseprincess.com Chris is a fuck .net (laughs) What's the one for churches? Somebody got GoDaddy Dot Dot Relige I don't know. Is, it, I don't, is that a thing? Does, do churches have their dot own? Dot pizza. Yeah, dot pizza. That's my <laughs> god. Pizza. So come back next time for Thirst. And while their podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. Oh, and Fleet Day also goes bye at the end of the uh, Undressing the Witcher podcast. Okay, now well. they're definitely oh, no, biting us. cool, man. I mean, hello, Felicia Day. It's nice that you listen to us. We love you. Well, yeah. Hey, that. Bye, Felicia. That's terrible you stole the bit, but... <laughs> nah, family, least... that ain't cool. I have a rival now. At least credit us. Yeah. And this is a person you podcast with? No, it's Felicia I... fucking Day, you lunatic. I don't know who the fuck that is. Troy podcasts I... with other people. I don't know who that is. I have no idea. Who you said that like I should with? know exactly who that uh, is. Uh, Felicia Day, apparently. You podcasted? <laughs> no, you podcasted with other people before. Oh yeah, well this I'm wearing the T-shirt. Yeah, and that was, was on that podcast. Yeah, and you were also you were on some podcast talking about bees. That's the, yeah, that's, that was that's oh, the one I'm talking about. I that's the only other podcast I've ever been on. I don't know, and I don't oh, know actually, who no, that person is. No, you're is. right. I did have the Game Masters Manifesto for a little bit. 
that I did with my friend Jacob. Yeah, you had that one. I don't yeah. know who any of these people are. That's that fine. name you yelled at me like I should know it, I don't know who that is. Have you ever seen The Guild? No. Okay. Um, have you? Do you watch Supernatural? I know of it. Salt Life. Uh, did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Kinda. Did you watch the seventh season, the last season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Oh god, no, I watched whatever was on the WB. Okay. Um, then you probably don't know who Felicia Day is. Nope, almost certainly not. She's also she's a, a nerdy... voice actress in a shit ton of stuff. Yeah, she's been in a crap, crap ton of stuff, but... She's a red-headed, nerdy actress. She created Geek and Sundry, if you know about them. She was in the new Mystery Science Theater? Oh, yes, yes. She's the, um... Right? Yeah, she's got the the military outfit on. Yeah. The dress the dress uniform. I have not watched there. That's Felicia Day. That's your rival. Memorize it. Fucking fight her. <laughs> Felicia Day, your days are fucking numbered, son. <laughs> I don't know how I get the word out, but she needs to quit stealing my bit. Yep. <laughs> I say bye. I'm going to steal her podcast bits.